Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. Uh, over this past weekend, it was my wife and I's 11-year wedding anniversary. Uh, we celebrated by actually going out to dinner the uh, weekend before because this current weekend I had a friend of mine turn 40. All of my friends are at this age where we're turning 40 within a handful of years, so we go to all these parties. That's great. great. That's great. Did you have fun? Where'd you guys yeah, go? Well, Copper Spoon downtown. Oh, nice. Of, uh, yeah, it was great. I've was never good. been there. You've never been to Copper no, Spoon? No, I've never been to Copper Spoon. What? I haven't. It's on my list of uh, places what? that I want to go downtown. Mm. No, we, we're creatures of habit, Andy. Yeah. We, we stick to the same five Two places. And that's it. Uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Cracker Barrel. Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. Ah, Every week. Once a week. Yes. Every week. Once a week. I head on over to the barrel. You will find me there most every single Sunday. We know all the waiters. We we know the entire staff by name. Do you? Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Do they know you by name? Oh, yeah. They do. Do they already know your order before you order? They'll they'll bring out the sweet tea and they'll bring me out double sweet teas because they know. Cracker Barrel. I love Cracker Barrel. That is one thing about me. I, I just, you could take the country out of the woman. Or wait. No, that's not no, right. That's not how you say it. Go no. ahead. Try that, no. try that statement again. <laughs> you could take the woman out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the woman. I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Man, I love it. Their meatloaf and meatloaf. Oh, I love their meatloaf. You go there for meatloaf. Meatloaf and their spicy grilled catfish. What? I love their. What do you think seafood? You (laughs) You don't think Cracker Barrel? I know, I know. It's the weirdest combination, but I just love it. Oh my gosh. That That's killer. <laughs> well, I can't. I have not nowhere to go on that. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know if anybody had any uh, places that they go once a week. I, yeah, I've got to get you out, man. I oh, know, God. right? You I I I love Cracker Barrel. I'm not I saying always I have. Always I'm not have. saying I don't love it. You know what? Cracker Barrel is the place I go to, like on vacations. Oh, you yes. Know, for breakfast. Like, there's certain places that I will only eat while on vacation, despite the fact that my community has one. Like, like Golden Corrals. Mm-hmm. I'll go to Golden Corrals on vacation. I've never been to the one here. I heard ours is really good. <laughs> I, I heard, heard ours, ours is, is like, like the, the best, best one yeah, around. Like, we have one of the best Golden Corrals in the region, somebody told me. And I was like, well, I can't go by myself and my family. Like, I'm, my kids aren't going to eat anything for it to be worth our while. Mm-hmm. And so a buddy of mine called me up a while, a while ago, and he asked me if I was free. And I said, I wasn't. And he was like, and I go, but why? What was up? He's like, well, I didn't know if you wanted to go to Golden Corrals. <laughs> that, Andy. Golden Corral. I was like, oh. I've never been there. I, I, I like, would I, like to try that, I well, guess. Well, I mean, if I didn't eat the entire day, like you give me a buffet. The thing about buffets is this. You, you plan them ahead. I need the room in my head so I can justify the crazy combinations you come up with when you go to a buffet. Oh, like gosh. never in my life have I been like, I need, I want fried chicken, bad pizza, and pudding. <laughs> pudding. <laughs> and yet when you go to a buffet, you always are like, you end up slopping too much on your plate. Yeah. And you get, you get like, you get Weird cheese, hard pizza, and pudding. It's pudding ends up being a topper on every meal at a buffet. You're it like, is. You're like, well, I don't have pudding at home. I'll eat pudding. I haven't had pudding yeah. in over a year. I got to tell you, though, Andy, you're right. Like, that is the only place I eat pudding. <laughs> is that a buffet? a buffet? That's the only place you get pudding. So good. Kat and I were telling you just a few seconds ago during what's trending with our news. That Russia, they say they're ready to make a deal. The Kremlin has reached out. They're saying, quote, I want a professional conversation and concrete steps toward freeing WNBA star Brittany Griner, another American 
soldier prisoner in exchange for Russia wants some guy named Victor the Terrible who has at least 25 murders on his resume and he has the nickname Merchant of Death. The Merchant of Death. The Merchant of Death. Look, I don't know anything about global prisoner exchange. Yeah. But I was talking to Kat this morning. I mean, what a pickle. (laughs) I mean, you get two of your your Americans back. Out of principle, you would say, no, this is not an apples to apples exchange. No. But knowing Russia, you know, they wouldn't necessarily play fair. And so they're going to ask for something over the moon. And if you say no to it. They may not allow you to do another conversation. This may be your one and only chance. Yes. So do you take it or not? I was telling you, I was like, what do I do? So yeah, here's what do I would you? do. I take the deal and then I go capture the merchant of death again. <laughs> like you put a GPS tracker yeah, on him. And then right before he commits another crime, I get him. You get him again. I get him again. That's that would be my goal. <laughs> oh, but or as long as he stays is, in Russia, yeah, I just don't want him he's over in here. Russia, you know, you, you go be the get... merchant of death over there. <laughs> I don't need you here. All right. I think we talked that out. <laughs> I would, okay. Did we? I don't I know. Mean, did we get I, any? I want Brittany Griner back and our American soldier in exchange. You got. You just got to keep your merchant of death there. I okay. Just, okay. So you do release him, but you keep him over in Russia. He can't leave Russia. Okay. Send him to Siberia. I don't care, but he just can't come here. Oh, here we go. All week long, Kat and I have Bare Naked Lady tickets. When we say Bare Naked Ladies, you guys know this group. Maybe their biggest hit is the song One Week. It's been one week since you looked at me. They're coming to the embassy October 2nd. We have a pair of tickets all this week. Together, come back and see me. Three days is the living room. I realize it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you yesterday. You'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. So this morning, we are asking for you to call in with your best bare naked story. It could be you naked. It could be somebody else naked. If it helps you tell the story, I once happened to be naked and blank happened. 260-467-9500. We might go a couple rounds on this. So keep calling in this morning. Your best bare naked story. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. Your bare naked story. All right. Go ahead. Get us started. Um, well, we had to move our bed to the front living room because we were getting new carpet. And the carpet was supposed to come on Tuesday. But on Monday morning, the doorbell rang and they came early. <laughs> So I had to do a naked run in front of the front door to go get clothes on. Oh, that is That's fantastic. Great. All right. I like that. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, real quick. What's your bare naked story? I was about 15 years ago trying to be the cool uncle with my nephews and nieces. They bought a brand new slip and slide, and my nephew gave me the idea of doing what he did. So he ran down and spun backwards and decided to go down the slip and slide backwards. I said, yeah, I can do that. I did it. My shorts came down, ended up naked in front of the entire family. Here I am standing up butt naked. My mother got it on video, and she still shows this to my nieces and nephews' kids this day. Oh, yeah. The old, yeah you're the flashing uncle. You're the flashing yeah. uncle. All right. Very good. Hang on. Okay. Oh, it's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. Oh, man. Your accidental nudity story. Go ahead. All right. So when I was in high school, my friend was dropping me off at my house and my mom was mowing our backyard. She had no idea that we were parked in the driveway and it was a hot day. So she just decided to whip her shirt off and she had no idea we were there. And then she just kept on mowing the backyard. (laughs) Your mother (laughs) on a a rider or on a push mower? Help me paint the picture here. It was. 
Yep, it was a rider mower. We have a very big um, backyard, and it was very hot. So, you know, she just paused it. It was one of those mowers that has the, like, two arms, you know, yes. not the steering uh-huh. wheel. So, yes. You know, you kind of plop the arms out to the side, and she took her shirt off and then just kept, kept on, on mowing, and my friend just died laughing. <laughs> This could only happen in the country. Uh, yeah, I mean, were there <laughs> yep. any neighbors? I mean, there's no... I mean, I'm guessing there's cornfields around you. There's not cornfields. There's actually a church in our backyard. Oh! But it, was, it was not a Sunday. <laughs> Wait, what's... Now, does mom... Did mom ever find out that you saw her mowing Oh, topless? yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I told her right away. I mean, now that I am a mother myself, I totally get it. A body is a body, and you know what? Who cares? Just let it all hang out. I I love it. No (laughs) tan lines. We get to the point to where, yes, no No tan tan lines. lines We just don't care. Hang Uh, on. Hang on. Okay, I need some info from you. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Should we just give her the tickets? (laughs) I mean, her mom. Yes. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. All right. Any chance you're taking your mom to a Bare Naked Ladies (laughs) concert? Oh, I would totally take her. Okay. All, All right. Because right. well, at this point, yeah. we like your mom. Yeah. <laughs> You're the winner. Congratulations. Oh, you like won. Yes. I could cry. Oh, that's so awesome. You're like, look at this. This embarrassing moment from high school has paid off to that's the, right. right now. I know. I can't I can't wait to call her and tell her because we talk about it all the time. <laughs> I maybe we should call her yes. and tell her with you. <laughs> See what she, she says. says. Hey, remember the time you mowed topless? By the way, is she a notorious topless mower or is it just that one time? I think it was just the one time and we just got extra lucky. And honestly, my friend was just as thrilled about it. It was thrilled, but <laughs> I love it. thought it was hysterical. Yes. All right. Hang on here behind the scenes. All right. We're going to grab some information. I love that story. That's right. All this week, Bare Naked Ladies, we have tickets. They're coming to the embassy in October. Today, we are asking, what's your best bare naked story? Uh, it's Andy and Kat. Hey, good morning. It's Magic 95.1. Do you still feel like it's summer or does it feel like fall now that the school year started? I still feel like it's summer, but it's winding down. It is winding down up until Labor Day is what I consider summer. So there is this uh, trend that that I saw this morning about and I do love I'm kind of a nerd about analytics sometimes about what is the drink of summer. Believe it or not, this has grown in popularity this year, and that is the pina colada. I'm like, midnight's too late. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go to bed. Sometimes when I think about this song, I'm like, man, I'm bloated from the pina colada. (laughs) Now you gotta wait till midnight. Uh, Let's see. Pina coladas are the drink of summer, jumping from the 17th spot all the way to the 9th spot. Uh, Let's see what else it says. Uh, When it comes to cocktails, by the way, uh, they have been ordered 87% more than usual this summer than in previous years. A lot of people pass on pina coladas because of the calorie intake. The cream of coconut mix mm. adds to the old LBs, many women believe. But that's uh, the number one cocktail year after year after year is 
the margarita. Oh, the margarita. Gosh, I wonder wonder why so many people are ordering the pina colada this year. Uh, I love a sweet drink, by the way, Andy. I know you're probably not into the the sweetness. Don't you like more of that? Margaritas are probably my favorite cocktail. Mm. And that in old fashions. Uh, Mojitos have passed old fashions as they are now fourth. And pina coladas move up the biggest jump this summer. They're not the number one popular. I think I phrased that wrong, but they had the biggest jump in popularity this summer. Is Long Island iced tea on there? Mm. I just recently got introduced to the you Long Island. You just now yeah, got it? I, I've resisted. What? Look, I do not like lemon or raspberry or anything in my tea. I like black tea or sweet tea. Well, you know That's what Island I love. Island iced tea has no tea in it. I know. So it fools me. It fooled me all these years that I thought it was tea mixed with, you know, alcohol. It's and Pepsi it was the or Coke. Furthest thing. And then every other alcohol that we can ever put together. Yeah. Yeah. I just recently. So where where is it on the list? Uh, it's down. It's down. Because okay. you know what it is? It's too heavy. Mm. It's, or it's too, you can get, uh, you start making out with your arm after two sips. Because yeah, it's like all the brown You totally liqueurs. taste the alcohol in yeah, it. Yeah. It's all alcohol, splash of Coke. It is a murderous combination has nothing to do with <laughs> nothing tea. to do with tea and Wait, all honey. these all these years i thought that long Island when did iced you tea? find out that a long island when i went to mexico <laughs> wait a minute this past like this a two, past like, year like three or four months ago you just learned i am a grown adult and i, I just, just learned <laughs> that long island iced tea doesn't even have tea in it oh my gosh i know Kat. i know i'm so embarrassed right now <laughs> i really am i'm embarrassed to even say that i just learned it i'm an adult and i just just learned blank. There is no tea Long, Long Island, Island iced teas. Hey, it's Andy and Cat. Hey, Magic 95.1. I'm going to ask this question. Anybody uh, want to call in and admit the exercise gimmick or equipment that you bought but you never use? Stairmasters. masters. All that stuff. <laughs> I bought a, a rower last holiday season. It was expensive, man. It was like 800 and some bucks. I bet you I've used it 25 times. That's, the, that's, not, that's not That's not that's, a lot, that's Andy. Not a ton. That's not no. a ton. But it is harder than what you think. Like one time I actually jumped on it, uh, I don't know, maybe two or three weekends ago. I couldn't even make it through a 30-minute workout. 30 minutes is a long time on a rower. Like I can only make it 10 or 15 minutes, if that. Uh, Peloton... However, is planning their third round of layoffs. Oh, yikes. And they're, here's the press release. They're closing down more. They released this on Friday. By the way, when your business is tanking, you release all this stuff on Friday, hoping that people forget about it by Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're closing down retail showrooms and will raise prices of their workout equipment next year. The pandemic craze seems to be over for them. Now they have too much inventory and they're going to raise the prices. eBay right now is filled with, quote, barely or gently used (sighs) Peloton equipment. And uh, so that's why I was asking if there is a... Uh, an exercise product that you bought, but you barely used. 
only problem with my bicycle Trying not to get hit by a car <laughs> Oh, yes, and wear your helmet I don't, I don't like my Peloton bike Or my Echelon bike seat no? Did you Some, get one of those? I told you, Andy. I you need to pad. get one of those like silicone pads. Yeah. So it my I just better. My, my butt is too big or I don't know, man. Yeah, mine mine has that little hole in it. I don't like, like the I, hole. I don't know what that hole is for. Well, I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> I mean it might be for men, I guess. I think it's maybe more for men than okay. women. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good observation, Andy. Good thanks for explaining it to me. I, I thought that's what it was for. It's not to Put your towel in or anything. Ah, no. Uh, it's Andy and Ken. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. I was telling some folks earlier today, a reminder that the uh, Manti Teo, the, you know, the football player from Notre Dame that uh, was it about 10 years ago, maybe, uh, had the catfishing hoax is now being turned into a Netflix documentary that I believe gets released tomorrow. Uh, Manti Teo, the girlfriend that didn't exist. Manti Teo had an absolutely astounding senior year. His grandmother and girlfriend, Lene Kikua, had died the same night. He dedicated his season to them. It was an amazing story. I mean, they were with me, you know. I miss them. One problem, his girlfriend did not exist. That's right. Oh, the girlfriend man. didn't exist, and it was a whole catfishing saga. And anybody who didn't know what the phrase catfishing was learned it when that story came out. So that's I'm going to be glued to that. Uh, that's got to be embarrassing for him. I mean, could you imagine being in the locker room as a football player and then, you know, f- realizing that the girl that you thought you were talking to is actually a man? It's a man. Yeah, yeah. in this case, it was a dude who was changing his voice, like lowering it. Or making it higher, yeah, Yeah. for a girl. Yeah, and I think the person's transgender now, and it's a whole kerfuffle. And Manti Teo's out of football, but Mm -hmm. uh, never really. They say his career never really met the hype after this whole tragic experience. I'm sure it's a huge distraction. Oh, you wouldn't trust anybody after this, man. You get hoodwinked by this, you're not trusting anybody. Um, So that comes out tomorrow on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. I did see that there's like a Woodstock 99. I watched it. Did you watch that? Yo, yeah. It was good. I got sucked into it. It was good, Andy. It's worth a watch. um, Because basically it was a big fail, right? It was a big money. In 94, it was a big fail. I believe it was. No, 99, it was was fail, but it like couple years earlier it was awesome um like, I like think 92 or 94 it was great 92 94 a lot of people the promoters lost all their money because the fencing that they had in this secluded area people just broke the fences down and they just you know got in for free so then this year or in 99, 99 they decided to have it on like a naval base like a uh, runway and the disaster that happened that followed yeah. it is a very interesting tale See, um, if you're ever into any type of event planning, oh my gosh, can you learn a lot of lessons? See, by that's watching your takeaway. My takeaway was see, I'm not a music festival guy. Yeah. But like, if you go back and look at that documentary, and somebody was telling me this this past weekend at dinner, <laughs> like Corn was on stage, mm-hmm. and like Limp Biscuit and all these. Biscuit. Yeah. But but the the order in which they went was crazy. Like they went from like Corn to Jewel. 
Yes, Jewel did take the stage on Sunday. Like, you um, can't go from corn to Jewel. Who's she, planning yeah. that? Well, they thought that maybe Jewel could, you know, calm the crowd down on Sunday because it progressed more and more, and they became more and more and more violent. So they thought Sunday maybe they can calm the crowd down a little bit. So they brought Jewel up on stage, and then no. she's like, I got to get out of here. Like, yeah. she hightailed it to her, her bus, and she was gone. You can't, like, somebody was telling me it was like they went from, like, all these rock bands like Limp Biscuit to Bruce Hornsby, the piano player. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to you can have those people. But you got to have them on stage at a music festival at like 10 a.m. It was just the conditions that, mm. you know, the promoters thought it would be a good idea to kind of have, you know, fencing and, and uh, everything up yeah. and it was on concrete and it was so hot and then there wasn't adequate water and then it really is a good story to uh, to check All out right. Woodstock 99. That's on Netflix and the Manti Teo documentary comes out tomorrow.